We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 39-29 right now. Pacers up over the Sixers. 10-12 to go in the second quarter. You always worry when a guy goes off for something historic, big night, 50-burger in Joel Embiid's case, 70. What What does that player look like? Their next game out. Well, he looks pretty good still. In 12 minutes, 13 points already for yeah. Joel Embiid. The rest of the team, a little lackadaisical. Ah, uh, yes, to Down say the nine. least. In fact, well, Maxie's got nine at least. Good but after him. that, two points for Batum, and Daniel House has two, and that's pretty much it. Good so old Daniel House. Remember when he got kicked out of the bubble? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did he do right. again, though? I don't remember what he did. Was he he uh, was screwing his COVID tester. <laughs> that's what he was doing? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, good that's for him. what he was doing. Yeah, he brought her in because they had to get regular COVID tests like three times a day or something. And he, at one point or another, was like, hey, girl, why don't you come back to my room? You're here. I'm here. Yeah. We're in the bubble. I mean. Wouldn't she also be. It's Friday. Like, isn't everybody (laughs) in the bubble okay, though? Like, I feel Uh, like everybody in the bubble was like. I think there were just rules against the impropriety of it all. They need to make a book. Somebody needs to write a book about the bubble. I want to know all the. I want to know inside the bubble. Like, all the tea inside the bubble. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. Remember, there was all kinds of rumors about Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just making coffee. (laughs) Not just making coffee, making some some babies. Man, uh, (laughs) my favorite story from the bubble, other than that. Was when everybody was like just drinking nonstop by the pool, just drinking like daiquiris. But everybody was just talking at the pool about how to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And then remember they got knocked yep. off like yeah. right away. Yep. Yeah, they played awful in the bubble. They did. Which was uh, to be, uh, I kind of figured, yeah, to be expected. Because Chris Middleton, like going up to it, was like, yeah, I haven't picked up a basketball in three months. And I yeah. was thinking, like, even if you haven't, why wouldn't you lie? Man? Yeah, just don't say it. Why would you say it? Just that? don't, yeah, don't bring the- That's one of those things that's where it's an inside thought. And you need to keep it inside. Yeah. Nobody who, else needs to know. Who beat them? It was a bad team. It, it was a was lower it seed. It was. I don't think it was the Heat, though. I got to check it out now, though. No, no, it was the Heat. It was the I think Heat. It was Miami. Wasn't it was it? Miami. Yeah. yeah. But they, they lost the, the game to Orlando because yes. they played like Orlando at first, and they dropped one to them. And I was like, oh, this team is big screwed. Man, that feels like a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. It does. and it was. That was the beginning of the Suns' three and a half. Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went undefeated, Booker. right? Undefeated in the bubble. Bubble, bubble Booker. Yeah, man. Uh. So we were talking a little bit. This is the time of year, too, where, like, you do have to really pay attention to the weather, right, especially for these playoff games. It's funny because, you know, we don't spend that. Like, there's a million things you're going to take into whatever it is that you like, don't like for game. And the weather early on in the NFL season, eh, it must mostly fall. Maybe it's warm in some places. Once you start hitting November in certain markets, December and then January, like now, you got to pay attention to what's going on. And it's just, if you look at where Brock Purdy is right now, He's the favorite to have the most passing yards this weekend at plus 170. Jared Goff's plus 225. Mahomes plus 250. And Lamar is way down there at 7-1. to Because we know he's going to run the football a lot. It's going to probably be about mid-40s, rain, double-digit breezes in uh, Baltimore. But on the other side of things, that's 73 and sunny. That is Jared Goff and Brock Purdy's. Now, I know Goff likes to be indoors, but let's be honest. 73 and sunny, that's room temperature. Yeah. That's perfect for both of those guys. I think we're going to see big numbers from both quarterbacks, yeah. especially, though, Brock Purdy, who's got a lot to answer for after last week. But he's the type of guy that has a short memory. He forgets it. He moves on. 
And this is going to be a game where I already took the over on his passing yards. I think it was at like 274 and a half when I took it. I think Brock Purdy's in for a big weekend. Yeah, I do too. I saw that prop when we were talking to James Coe, and it was like salivating. Uh, I think also Jared Goff's not a bad bet for that just because mm-hmm. if you imagine that Detroit's going to go down, they're going to have to throw, right? They're not going to want to just run the ball with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. They're at least going to give the ball to Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield and let him try to get something after the catch and get busy. So I could see I could see Jared Goff having a bigger day than Brock Purdy, but I think they'll both have over 300 passing yards. Yeah, I mean, the numbers make sense. I like the number a little bit better for Goff, but I like Purdy so much better. I'm with Nick. I played his passing yards over, too. It's up to 275 and a half right mm-hmm. now, minus 120 to the over. There's some 276s out there, too. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, and shop around because there's also some minus 115s to the under and minus 120s to the over. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then you got Goff's passing yards, minus 115 both ways at 258 and a half. But like you said, because we expect them to be trailing in this game, they're touchdown dogs. Maybe golf isn't worth a bad look, but I'm all about Purdy this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a big Purdy game. I think McCaffrey's going to get busy. I think they're going to move him in the slot a little bit. Uh, I could see this being a big game for for Kittle again, especially if Debo doesn't go. I I don't expect Debo to play, even if he I does, guys. I think he's going to be more a decoy out there. So I think it's why gonna wouldn't be... you just wait and like try not to bang yourself up if you think you're going to be able to win this game then you shouldn't yeah. be out there. Yeah. And and again, like it's not going to be wet out. That's why Brock Purdy was really missing Debo last week yeah, because that's mm-hmm. his check down guy. That's the zone beater and the Packers play a ton of zone coverage. Um, yeah, I just don't like this matchup for the Detroit pass defense. Did you get hope? Were you like feeling hopeful during that game? Because we haven't talked since For Green then. Bay? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually kind of scared because I was like, okay, this could be really cool. Green Bay, maybe we make a run to the Super Bowl. Maybe we win a Super Bowl. Jordan Love beats uh, San Francisco, does something Aaron Rodgers has never done. But then in the back of my head, I was like, oh, no, the Niners futures. I have NFC and I have Super Bowl, just like four to one. But then I also had the exact Super Bowl matchup between the Niners and the Buffalo Bills. And this is before the Bills pissed that away. Right. So... It was weird, man, because like I love the Packers, but this has been a weird year because my favorite player is gone, and I kind of like feel like old cheering for this team because they're the youngest team in NFL history. One of them, they're an average twenty five, so it's just like a little bit different when you're not rooting for like Jordy Nelson, David Bakhtiari, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, like guys that are around my age. But man, like yeah, I wanted it to happen though. I was like, screw the Niners, you know, Shanahan, you coward, because Shanahan didn't deserve to win that game, guys. The no, clock management didn't. at the end of the first half. Why does he do that? Like, you know, and that's maybe that's the main storyline in this game. Not just, okay, the Lions can shut down the run, force Brock Purdy to beat him. Lions pass defense, Goff versus Purdy. The, the main storyline should be who do you actually trust in this coaching matchup between Dan Campbell, who's super aggressive. If they're in their own territory and it's fourth down, they're rolling the yep. dice. They're playing with house money. Or Kyle Shanahan, who's got his butt cheeks you know, real tight always <laughs> in these games, man. He's going to punt on fourth and one in his own territory. Like, I don't know. You know, I bet San Francisco pretty damn big, but it's not my favorite bet ever. And I like the closer we get to this matchup, I don't know. Cause like somebody's going to screw up my money line parlay. Cause it's a pretty big bet. I think yeah. we're getting Ravens 49ers, but the more I think about it, man, everybody's going to have that parlay or a teaser and who knows, man, maybe like, Maybe Jared Goff just balls out. I, I don't know about that, yeah. but maybe they just run the ball. Like Aaron Jones did whatever he wanted yeah, he against did. that San Francisco front. You know what? You could look at this in two ways when you're talking about Dan Campbell and going forward and playing with house money. That 
could work in their favor, but that could also break the game wide open. Huge mistake. They go for it in fourth and one in their own territory. Then you give the 49ers a short field early on, and they're up 14 nothing. And then Kyle Shanahan can just continue to be more conservative on fourth downs and preserve the lead, run the football with Christian McCaffrey, and maybe you get, you're able to kind of break through that line's run defense. I know that's not easy, but he'll find other ways. Maybe it's just there's dink and dunk, bubble screens, getting some guys involved. Like, I'm with you in, like, Yes, that could backfire on them, but I would rather have a coach in a position where the 49ers are to maybe play it slightly more conservative with all of the weapons you have than maybe Dan Campbell getting a little too crazy and thinking, oh, well, guys, I got nothing to lose. I love you all so much. I'm just going to yeah, go for I mean, it. Before the, like, you got to worry that some, that could also backfire on Detroit. Yeah, you got to roll the dice like when it's time to roll the dice. You don't want to pull a Bill O'Brien and have a three-score lead and <laughs> fake a punt in your own territory against Patrick Man. Mahomes and end up losing the game, but... Yeah, I just I think the Lions like I think they should do what Green Bay did, not only against San Francisco, but in their playoff win on the road against the Cowboys too, where they took the ball first and they were super aggressive. Like that's what they did the the second half of the season. I'll use Green Bay as an example because that's a team that wasn't the most talented but kept winning games, and it was because they never trailed. Like during that entire winning streak, they never trailed. They yeah. they were never down until the game, and they weren't even trailing against San Francisco. You know, I mean, they led the entire time against Dallas, went up 14 nothing. If Detroit does that and Purdy has to play from behind, I mean, you've been talking about it the entire playoffs. Yep. We haven't really seen that, man, except for against Green Bay and this defense for Detroit. Like, I know Green Bay's defense played a little bit better down the stretch, but I think Detroit has way more talent. I agree. You know what I mean? It's like Aiden Hutchinson compared to Rashawn Gary, Branch. who had one sack. Yeah, like Branch. I mean, you know, and they've gotten a little bit healthier as well. Gardner Johnson, getting him back was was you know, big. You know, the one thing, though, that Detroit does have. Oh, they're showing Latrice. I know. Spring I was like, what? Okay. Yes. Oh, I Knicks, by, Knicks by 50 tonight. Jaylen I would never Brunson. piss off Latrell Spring. No, you no. will get choked out literally. No. You will literally. That, that is what happened. <laughs> uh, Knicks up 13-5, by the way, in the Nuggets nice. early here. You know, the, the Lions, though, we know their deficiencies defensively, at least in the secondary. But they've got just as much, and I'd argue maybe even more talent than the 49ers have on offense. Because if you look at that backfield, that's two that's two legit running backs deep that they can go to that can change the game and do things differently. Where it's Christian McCaffrey and it's Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Like, don't get me wrong, the 49ers have high-level talent. I'm not trying to knock down what they have, but there's a lot of depth in terms of weapons that you can go to if you're the Lions, that at least if they're down in this game, I'm actually more comfortable with the Lions making a comeback and keeping things close if they're down a couple of touchdowns early versus the 49ers, where we haven't seen a lot of that from Brock Purdy. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you see what the Lions have been able to do. They came back multiple times this season. So the game that they couldn't come back in was that Ravens game. But other than that, they had some impressive, like, gritty, like, gutted out yeah. victories yeah. where you're like, okay, they didn't cover, but they found a way to win the game. So, yeah, I could see Detroit falling down 10 nothing and still winning the game. They're going to have to hit some explosive plays. What they could, they could obviously do that. So I took uh, Jamison Williams over 28.5 receiving yards. I love that prop. I like an anytime touchdown for Williams. And then my favorite prop, it's really juicy right now, and it's also went up a full reception. I like the... Uh, under actually, let me let me make sure the number is still the same. Uh, Sam Laporta, yeah, it's five and a half. It's I minus love that. it's minus one sixty to the under. But I mean, like you saw what Dre Greenlaw did against Green Bay. He had two interceptions. He's really good patrolling the middle of the field. And then uh, Fred Warner is the best inside linebacker in the NFL. I would argue maybe one of the best ever. Play sideline to sideline. So I think they're going to take away the middle stuff. But you could hit him in the slot, man. That's why I really mm-hmm. like uh, 
Jamison Williams. Yeah, I think the, he should have a big game yeah. here. The 49ers have the linebackers that can counter any tight end in the NFL. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, yeah I, I like that too. I can't wait for this game. I know. I really just can't wait for this weekend. I'm soaking it up, guys, because we don't have that much more football 29 left. and a half for Jamison Williams, by the way. It went up? It went up. Mm-hmm. Opened at 27, took it at 28. There you go. Probably closed around like 32, 33. Yeah, I like that. You know what's, prob- you know what's going to help us, though, once, and I don't like to talk about post-NFL, but we'll have to at some point. This is going to be a wild draft. Yeah. We're going to have teams trying to trade up. You got a lot of receivers. You got edge. Like, it's one of the more, it's one of the deepest, most talented drafts we've had in a while. It obviously starts with quarterback, but after that, you keep going. You got maybe five, six, possibly seven wide receivers going in the first round. You got edge rushers. You got left tackles the teams could go with. I mean, all the most important positions in football, some of the deepest talent pools we've had in a long, long time in the draft. Uh, the voice of the Lions, Dan Miller, live from Detroit next. Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.